Wonder about the future and how you'll be working and learning? Welcome to You in 2042, the future of work, with your host, Danielle Wallace. Hello and welcome to another edition of You in 2042. Joining me today is David. Hi, I'm David Langlotz. I'm a learning and development lead for a manufacturing company. I've been doing uh, learning and development for, oh, I don't know, almost 30 years. So with that, maybe you have some perspective. If you could think back 20 years and recall, you know, what were you doing in training and development? Or maybe even fast forward that to now. And what do you think the future will bring? Well, if we go back 20 years uh, I had more hair, which is a good thing. Um, I, I was actually teaching at community college. I have a master's degree in social science. And so I was teaching uh, psychology and sociology, it, but it was classic lectures, classic sage on the stage. And it was very engaging because I, I have a performance background. So the students really enjoyed my, my lecturing. And there was some pretty good lecturing going on, but upon reflection, I'm not sure how much learning was going on. The world was more focused on teaching? Yeah, absolutely. And when I first moved from being a classroom teacher to being a corporate trainer, it was the same thing. The emphasis is on training and tracking training. I mean, there are some organizations that still track training hours. Right. And even even my title was was a training specialist. But now I'm realizing that that's that's um, we're looking at it through the wrong end of the lens. We're focusing on what we're putting out as opposed to what the impact is. The wrong lens. So if we look into the future, then hopefully through the correct lens, what do you think will be considered effective training? Well, I'm going to split hairs a bit because I, I don't. I don't even want to use the word training unless we're talking about sports or training as a lifeguard or training as an electrician. In the corporate world, I think we need to focus on learning. And in fact, I had this discussion fairly recently with somebody I I work with and it got a little bit passionate. And I finally said to them, you guys are great at delivering training and tracking training, but how, how much learning is happening? And I really believe that a lot of quote unquote, I guess I should make air quotes on a podcast, Danielle, but uh, a lot of quote unquote training is just what does it accomplish? So I think we have to focus on learning. One of the things that I had the opportunity to study was the DACUM process out of Ohio State, and it completely turns it all on its head. It says, forget about training people, forget about what we want them, what we want them to know, what do we want them to do. I mean, we do that in a regular life. Let's say I'm at home and I've got a leaky tap and I need to fix the tap in my bathroom. I'm not going to become a plumber. I call it up on YouTube. I see somebody on YouTube who shows you how to fix a tap. I prop up the phone on the sink and I put it in and then I forget about it. If you ask me the next day how to do a tap, I have no idea, but I don't need to know how to do it then. So true. And you don't need to know the names of all the parts. And even as you say, it's you don't need to 
retain that, what you need is that performance support, in this case, that video of how to do it. Yeah, yeah. And and the problem is if you go to a subject matter expert who has spent his or her life studying plumbing and knows everything there is to know about it, they think you need to be at their level. And they're going to want you to know the plumbing code and they're going to want you to know the different types of construction. And they might even they might even go all the way back into the history. I know some of the uh, engineers I've worked with in the past were like that. And they they would get very frustrated when I would say to them, OK, forget about all this history and all this policy and all this other stuff. What do we want them to do? And let's just narrow in on that. So do you think in the future subject matter experts or our learning solutions will be more tailored to performance support? I hope so. And I think that's something that companies, they're starting to realize. One of the things that I push in my job is strictly in terms of resource allocation. And I'll say to them, okay, this person is the leading expert in the company on X. So, Do we want to take that person offline for several hours, put them in a classroom, have them teach 10, 15, 20 people, and then do the same thing next week, and then do the same thing next week, and have them travel to all the different locations, and then when they retire, we have another issue, or we get subject matter experts at different locations, and then you get, oh, I was taught this way, oh, I was taught that way. If we focus on what we want people to do, and we target that one leading expert in the company, which is a project I'm working on right now with with my organization, what I can do is capture that person's expertise in one go. Yeah, maybe it takes an hour out of their time, but then we have that consistent message going across the company, it's reproducible, and that subject matter expert doesn't have to be engaged, engaged in it again. And by working with a learning consultant, we can keep pulling them back to what do we need to do? What do we need to do? And then we capture it in whatever format, whether it's a job aid or a short little video, and we put it on the shelf and we pull it up over and over and over again. We shouldn't be taking these subject matter experts offline for quote unquote training. They're too valuable to the company. That's why they have learning consultants, either within the company or like yourself, an external contractor, it just makes more sense for the organization. They're starting to learn it, but I still get resistance. I still have somebody that I'm dealing with right now whose response to my attempts to to create learning material is, well, they need to follow the policies. They need to know the procedures. And I say, well, A, maybe maybe not, and B, uh, you tried that before. So, Let's stop focusing on the incentive of delivering training so that people can check. Yes, I spent eight hours of training to this is what they need to guide them on what to do. So what you're saying is it's really about what people need to do. And in essence, training is dead, period. There really is a means in this future world where training is dead that we can really harness the knowledge or skills from a subject matter expert, for your example, and be able to determine whatever the right solution is to share that with others. With that, and this future world where training is dead, what do you see the role is of learning and development to support this future world? Wow. I never thought of saying it 
I never thought of it in terms of saying training is dead, but no, I maybe that's what we need to do in order to shift the conversation. So what what is our role? Well, people people still need to do stuff that they don't know how to do. So how are they going to get it? They can read a book, they can go take a course, or what do you and I do in our regular life? Pull it up on YouTube. You know, or we go to a discussion board. I Google, how do I, you know, this morning, literally this morning, I was having uh, trouble with a certain feature in Word. So I didn't go to the manual. I didn't sign up for a course in Word. I just Googled, how do I do this process in Word? And it called up a chat board that people were having this discussion. And there it is. It's what I need when I need it. I'm not trying to learn about Word. I don't want to know the history of Bill Gates. All I want to know is how do I do X? Because that's what I need to do and then move on. And if somebody took the time to make a little YouTube video saying, hey, this is how you do this. You click here, you move it here. That's great. That's what it's going to look like. People still need support in how to do stuff they don't know. And experts still need help bridging that gap between their expertise and the regular man or woman who has no idea about this stuff and and may not be that motivated to learn that stuff. So they need us in between to go, no, no, we know how to help this person learn and we know how to make it engaging and motivating. You're the expert, let's put it together. So really that learning consultant in the future becomes this integral person to help people get the knowledge that they need, whether it's from subject matter experts or such, and package that in a way that makes sense. I I love it. It's like training, as we know, it is the fanny packs of the past. Um, (laughs) Way to carry stuff, but maybe not something you want to carry. (laughs) There's maybe a better way to uh, carry that knowledge and, and pass that knowledge on. Yeah, I think so. Awesome. Any other thoughts as it relates to what we can do for our future preparedness? Anything that we can do now? I think as learning consultants, one of the things that we can do is really emphasize how we are a partner to the business, how we're not an end in itself. Company training sometimes has had that reputation or has created that impression that it's simply an end in itself. It's a bunch of courses that we push out through our LMS that they have to do, check a box, and then move on with their life. If we could continue to show organizations how we are a cost-effective way to help them move their business forward in whatever it is. But you know, Danielle, this is not a new idea. If you think back to when you and I were trained or anybody listening to this was trained in corporate training, they were taught how to do needs assessment. Right. But I think we kind of forget that the need is what do we need them to do? The need is to to support them to do different things or do things in a different way to help the bottom line of the company. So with that, then, really that focus on what do we need people to do, especially in this future world where training may be dead, and us as learning consultants really pay that pivotal role. Very thought-provoking. Thank you so much, David. Oh, thanks, Danielle. Thanks for inviting me.